<laughs> now I'm on. Mm-hmm. Now we're ready to go. We're ready to rumble. Ready to rock and roll. If you ain't crocking, you ain't rocking. Rock- <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that shirt. I believe that and I stand by that. I used to have a group chat on Instagram with a few friends and like the two of them were like dads, like older dads. And it was called, uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was like, if you ain't crocking or if you ain't something, something, if you ain't rocking, you ain't crocking or something. Like, I can't remember what it was. It was something with like a crocodile and like, uh, the crocs thing. And it was, it, we would just <laughs> basically send like any type of croc meme that we found. And then just like videos of us walking around town with our crocs on. <laughs> I was at Wildwood Days on Sunday, and there was a guy that had worn his Koroks all the way through, and there was a little <gasps> tiny hole in the bottom underneath, like, the ball of his foot, uh-huh. and he was sitting at a table a table across from us, and Nikina's like, that guy has an extra hole in his Croc, and I was like, how can you, t-? and then I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Put a little widget in there <laughs> with giblets or whatever they're, not giblets, but whatever they're called. A little flibbity gibbet. Someone gibbets or whatever <laughs> in the bottom. Oh, my gosh. We were at Wildwood Days, and there was a guy. We were sitting there watching the auction, so everyone was watching the, the you know, the mm-hmm. stage, watching the auction, looking at the items and stuff. There was a guy that was uh, sitting, like, backwards in the picnic table so that, oh, like, yeah. his back was to the table part. Yeah. And right behind his heel, there was a gopher that was digging the biggest hole, like literally two inches from his heel. And he kept like going back in and looking up at the guy. And then the guy was not paying attention Uh at all. So he just kept slinging dirt all over the place. I was just like. We're all just fascinated watching this gopher. No one's even watching the auction. Everyone's just watching. There was the like gopher. five of us that were just like, "Oh my god, look at that! Look at that! There's a gopher right there!" I've never seen it. I had never seen a gopher in person before, especially for that long. Go up to the school because they're everywhere up there, and the kids would get. I would like. Okay, I've seen get the evidence quiet. of them, but I haven't actually seen at the school when we were out on the playground and stuff. Like if the kids, like if when the kids would run around, whatever they they would pop back down in their hole because it would scare them. Mm-hmm. But if the kids would like walk really slowly up to them they would pop up and then dig a little bit and then the kids would put the dirt back over the hole and they'd get mad and pop back up and kick the dirt back out and the kids would push it back in and then they would pop back up and throw the dirt out oh they were like getting gosh, mad oh my gosh how funny yeah it was like was it like whack-a-mole kind of hit them oh no i told him you do not hurt these little guys like sure we don't want them but like let mr jones take care of that not you guys <laughs> mr jones was giving, <laughs> giving all the kids baseball bats he's Come like on, go out, go things. for it you guys have fun <laughs> There was some people because because I'm kind of the same way. I'm just like, get them out of here. You know what yeah. I Because get out of my lawn. They're annoying. Yeah, they are. <laughs> but there was people that were dropping pieces of bread down there, and there to feed them. them. I was like, okay, don't no. feed the gopher. You can't do that because then they'll co- they'll rely on you and then they'll come out even more. And then they'll get then they'll get killed. <laughs> oh, good. Maybe we should pull them on out there. <laughs> Give them a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that you're not supposed to give birds bread? Because uh-uh. it like swells them up on the inside and blows them up. Well, um. we I didn't know that. And when we were little, my grandma used to, Gaga used to live in Scotia. And mm-hmm. You know, like the duck pond. Yeah. So, we always give ducks bread. Yeah. We would like throw like a loaf of bread out there for them like weekly. Oh. And we just like Gaga would just go buy like the really cheap white bread and we yeah. would just toss it out the window. And like a thousand of them would swarm over to the car. Did you ever watch any of them explode? No, but I guess well, apparently how do you know it's true. I read it online. Apparently, it's not good for them to eat bread. That's what the internet says because they be eat true. it, and then they swell, 
And it blows them up like a balloon. So we were killing all the geese in Scotia. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. That's what I heard. <laughs> Wikipedia, I'm not sure. Seems reliable, right? Uh-huh. I always like to get my theology on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how we study for the podcast. That's how you preach. I mean, Wikipedia. So I got all my information. <laughs> no Encyclopedia Britannica for me. No. <laughs> Wiki only. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I came in contact with this family at Pizzaco and they were like, so they were uh, they weren't from here, they're on vacation and they're like, so what would you suggest that we do around here? Like that was our first day here, they were here for 5 days. They were staying in Ferndale. Was this the, was this the lady that called you Alejandro? No, 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 no. That's a different story. That's a different story for a different topic for a, I don't want to relive that situation oh, again. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, no, it was. I'm gonna tell Alejandro that. (laughs) Tell Sherry that I saw Alejandro. So ridiculous. Anyways, I'm making fun of you. I'm sorry. I know know that it was not a fun situation. (laughs) It was just awkward and weird, and I was like, okay. Uh, but no, it was another family, and they were there, and they they're like, what do what do you do around here? And I was like, oh, well, you can go. Like the shops are fun to go look at, but I was like, go to the beach. There's like. If you go up to the very top, there's like a trail you can go down. There's mm-hmm. like Russ Park and there's, you can go like the cemetery is really pretty. Like a lot of people walk through the cemetery because it's kind of, it's pretty and like all the houses and they're like, so what do you do that's not going to involve like hiking or the beach or like kind of like outside? And I was like, well, uh, you, could go you to movies, I guess? probably came to the wrong spot place <laughs> they're like where's like the shopping and stuff like that and i was like oh no we don't have that here like and they were like what they they were not young either they were older too like there was an older family like and they had two kids and i was like honestly there's nothing really to do here besides being outside and being doing something like like you're gonna get bored real quick going through the Didn't shops you lead off with where the shops were yeah Did they said, not but they like shopping? they're like but after that like what else is there to do and i was like um so take a nap i guess stay in your hotel room for the Relax. rest of the day i don't know does ferndale have hotels no they only have like the airbnbs and stuff they have a couple yeah. like um bed breakfasts that yeah are, but they don't have a hotel i don't think so but it was interesting i was like you planned a vacation here with the intention to not do anything outside but you want to do stuff okay it was very random it was the only go to the museum I guess. I don't know. It was really weird. I was like, why even go on a vacation? I don't know. That's so weird to me. Mm, yeah. When I went to Kauai, there was this one lady at the pool that was like, Ugh, it just came from, where was she? Oahu, I think. And she was like, I'm just, there's no shopping here. There's no Gucci and Whoa. there's no Louis Vuitton and there's no Hard Rock Cafe. And I was like, man, that's why I picked this island. Yeah, exactly. I didn't like, want none didn't of that mess over here. I love Kauai. It's just like plantations yeah. and like trees and waterfalls and oh, that trails amazing. and farmland. Is it, it's pretty tropical, right? Like it's it's amazing. it's like jungly, is what I mean. <laughs> tropical. It's an island, but like jungly, right? Mm, parts of it, yeah. Yeah, that sounds super cool to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my cousin and my aunt just got back from Hawaii. I can't remember what island they went to, but they went to like a pineapple like farm where like they had thousands of pineapples and like you could just like go and i was like that is so cool i think there's those on like every island it looked really fun i haven't fun. been to the big island but i've been to them on Kauai and um, oahu 
That sounded really fun. I love going to the pineapple plantation. It is fun. They have gifts. And one of them has the like the Dole Whip. What is that? It's like a oh my gosh. If you haven't had Dole Whip, you ain't lived to say what is Johnson. That? It's pineapple like icy stuff. Oh. It's yummy. They have it at Disneyland and they have it at the pineapple plantations in Hawaii. Mm. Those are the only two places I know of that have it. Well, I've only been to Disneyland one time and I've never been to Hawaii, so <clears throat> that's probably why I don't know about it. Well, I guess you'll have to get some Dole Whip while you're there. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. But why didn't you go to Hawaii on your vacation? You wanted a staycation. We went two years ago. Oh, okay. We went in 2018. Hmm. Okay. And then... 2020 mm. was a bust. and then 2020 was a bust for everything. <laughs> for travel-wise, I mean. Yeah. Well, plus Ronnie didn't take any time off, so it was just me that took time off. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was fun, though. I love away. Probably go back in a couple of years. We'll yeah. see. That'll be fun. I want to go. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Anywho, what are we kind of chit-chatting about today? We kind of talked about... Well, sort of like the gophers... How I have never mm-hmm. had never seen the gopher. I had only seen the evidence of the gopher, <laughs> <laughs> the part that pops up out of the thing. Um, we're talking about culture today. Yes. And there's a there's an interesting thing about culture that there's the part that you see and then there's the part that you don't see. Interesting. Kind of like the gopher metaphor. I like this metaphor. Okay. Keep going with it because <laughs> I'm interested. So the top, like the stuff that you see is like the gopher slinging dirt at the top. Mm-hmm. Okay. But culture is like what it comes out of is basically what the definition of culture is a shared, a bunch of shared ideas and beliefs by a group of people. Right. Okay, so yeah. it's like the under, the under part is the part that produces the upper part, the part that you see. The little home that they live in down below. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the, all the other gophers and. And all the other work that they do. Civilization that they have down there. Yeah, their little, (laughs) their little whatever. But like with, but with culture, it's, it's a shared, a group of shared beliefs within a group of people. And then that looks a certain way on the outside. So it's kind of interesting. It's interesting with culture because it's something that we're always trying to change. Well, you know, we look at it and we go like, Oh, I like this. Yeah. I don't, I do like this. I don't like this. I want this to change. And so we're trying to sort of like change things topically, but what really we should be going after is the beliefs. Okay. That's what produces the culture. And, and I think it's very fascinating because there's a lot of different, like there, like cult there's like the culture of our nation but then there's the culture of different races within there with within that with different places where people live Mm -hmm. you know the west is different than the east the south is different than the yanks up there in the north (laughs) (laughs) the midwest is is different texas is different than louisiana northern california is different from southern california totally different uh, northern Florida up by like Jacksonville is mm-hmm. like different than Tallahassee, which is different than Miami. And so, and, but within, it's almost like a bunch of little subcultures within a, like a overlying yeah, big it, culture. It's not almost like that's exactly what it is. But then even within that, there's mm-hmm. cultures within every like workplace has a culture. Every family has a culture. And like, 
it's just interesting to think of because um, it's like every place has things that are like okay to talk about, okay to do, not okay to do, not okay to talk about, like taboo subjects, mm-hmm. just uh, different, different values, different like ways that they view the world, different experiences and all that type of stuff. So it's actually pretty fascinating. Would it almost be more values than I guess? That kind of like create a culture in a way. Like a family culture, it'd be almost like your values. Well, your values you, and your right? beliefs are tied. So, yeah. It would kind of be. It would contribute, yeah. Yeah. For it, sure. And because if you're, if you're creating a culture or bringing a culture, like when, like I'm thinking, okay, like when you grew up in a family that has the, like a certain way that they do things. They have a culture that they do. A lot of times like you'll, you'll kind of find branch out and find your own culture that or you know, beliefs or values that you want to bring into your life now, whether they were the good one, you take the good ones, you take the ones that you're like, Oh, that was good, but I don't want to do that anymore. Like I don't want to do the hold that tradition anymore. I don't want to mm-hmm. do this and that. And you're kind of like every time you kind of like break off a little bit and there's just like all these branches of like mm-hmm. deciding and making decisions whether you're going to keep something or let it go. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Right. Well, and then there's other people that are, tr- are trying to introduce more different stuff too. Like in our family, um, we always had on one side of my family, we always had like Christmas morning, mm-hmm. a certain way. Like we ha- have it at someone's house. A lot of times we'll have it at, at my house. We used to have it at my grandparents' house when they were still alive. But, but so we have Christmas morning usually at my house and we kind of, sleep in because all the kids are Nikina is the only kid you know so at our our house anyway and so we sleep till like seven and then we get up and there's a couple of different like things that we make for breakfast and um I remember when (laughs) I remember when Jamie and Alyssa my brother uh married his wife and then they moved up here and and Alyssa has been trying to like bring in this like vegetable casserole into our <laughs> Christmas morning culture like, and, no. <laughs> and, and so she's just like yeah but this is my this is our thing this is our tradition this yeah. is our thing that, that so she was trying to like bring her family thing into our thing and we're just like no <laughs> no we didn't we were it's actually the first time she made it it was disgusting but the you first guys like, oh, that's after that us. <laughs> But but then she made it right and it was like, oh, wow, okay, this is actually really good. You're so, all a little scared the next year. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> That is no. exactly what happened. We were so afraid because like, sure, it didn't get cooked right it. and there was like broccoli juice in the bottom oh. of the casserole. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alyssa, if you're listening to this. The other times you made it, it was really good. <laughs> Did she know that it was but bad the first time? <laughs> or was I everyone like, so. it's so good. Yes, I mean, she ate it, it, so I don't know if she would know, but I don't know. But anyway... Um, but yeah, there's just a silly example of just like a cu- just different, different groups trying to blend something together and, and make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that's more traditions, but, but everybody brings beliefs. Yeah. And then here we are like with the, from the church thing, from the church belief system or whatever, like even within the church, there's just so many different belief systems. Yeah. And so, and we're and trying we argue to argue like, about them. <laughs> yeah, we do. We like to argue about we stuff. We do. I mean, I don't like to, but I do. <laughs> I do not like to argue about beliefs. <laughs> oh my gosh! But um, I don't remember what I was going to say. 
I threw you off. I'm sorry. I know. It's fine. No. Oh, because we're always like, you know, in the church, we're always like, oh, we got to we want to be able to influence culture. We want to make things better. Mm -hmm. We want to bring Jesus into our to other people's culture. Like we want to like. But then we're all just like, how do we do that? Yeah. Because because everybody's bringing their own sort of like set of beliefs to the table and to the workplace and to the families and to every sphere of society. Which is kind of why we're just like. I don't know. I look at it as more just like living your daily life and like folding it in to your daily life, like of work, of exercise, of going shopping, of all this stuff. It's not just like, how do we get the church to be here? You know, it's more like that seems so like SpongeBob when they're trying to move the city by themselves, like mm-hmm. moves, move bikini SpongeBob. bottom. Well, he's like, move, let's move bikini bottom and push it somewhere else. And everyone's like, yes, like, let's do that realistically that doesn't make any sense like they do it but it's that's besides the point but, like, <laughs> but it seems like they were almost like they were making fun you know in a way like yeah. a jokey way they're making fun of people that are like well if we just move it here like we'll just push it over somewhere else <laughs> like well realistically that's not how that gets done but yeah it's like folding it into daily life and folding it into like the rhythms that we have yeah. That are that are just natural. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> but I mean, you have your personal thing that you bring everywhere, but every place has a different culture and environment. Yeah. And you choose to step into that and kind of take it on mm-hmm. almost. You know, you walk into um, you walk into. If we're talking about church, you walk into Bethel and you're taking on their culture, you know. Like their culture is so strong there, the way that they do things, the way that the atmosphere is, the way that it just is when you go there. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're stepping in, you're taking on that culture all of a sudden. You know, you step into a coffee shop, you're taking on their at, like you're taking on what they've put to ten- intentionally put there. You know, like and I I guess it mm-hmm. becomes almost like <clears throat> almost becoming aware that you're intentionally putting something there because it's gonna something's gonna be there, some kind of atmosphere is gonna be there. So intentionally put it. You mean the business? Business or even your life. Like if you don't intentionally. Well, when you're saying it, you're saying you're saying I'm just trying to figure out what you said. I'm sorry. On the part of the business. Is that what you mean? Well, well, I was talking about like you're choosing like I'm I'm choosing to go to a, a, a coffee shop over another coffee shop because I like their what they've built into their. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it, it. and another coffee shop might not see that as important. And so what? So anything can attach itself, any type of culture, any type of atmosphere. And it, I might not like it. I don't personally go there. You know, I'm just like if I if I went to I'm just going to make up something like grounds coffee versus, you know, Boulevard coffee. Mm-hmm. If I like Boulevard because they intentionally build something into their atmosphere when I walk in and mm-hmm. I intentionally build their culture, they intentionally build their people a certain way like I will choose to go there rather than the one that's just like, we're just making coffee and it's like, whatever, you know, cause something, something will attach itself. Like a culture will attach itself. I just, and I just would choose, I would, I choose places that are intentional about an ex- their culture. An external culture will attach itself like the customers or. Cause yeah. Cause people, you- if you don't, if you don't have something built and if you don't have like a strong, uh, I guess culture or atmosphere or intentionality, to your place, whatever that is, your home, your business, your life, mm-hmm. anything, something else 
will come in and take that place and okay. start to like you, ma- you don't I, mean externally you mean internally yeah and okay people, that's and what i'm asking so, yeah and so if you don't intentionally build it mm-hmm. then you're losing an opportunity to you're, you're giving over an opportunity i feel like mm-hmm. to something else someone else but you don't have to take on the culture of wherever you go you do not have to no but if that's and that's what the cool but, but we can. choose places where it feels I good do, to yeah. us like obviously i'm not I gonna think, go i think most of probably, us probably yeah i mean you go to, to certain shopping places probably because maybe the prices but all i choose certain shopping places because i like the atmosphere better hmm that's just me I choose certain stores, maybe not even from the prices, but because the atmosphere is better there. Hmm. The vibe, mm-hmm. if we want to say that. Mm-hmm. So I intentionally seek out places, churches, ho- people's homes. I <clears throat> When I was younger, I remember not wanting to go to certain friends' houses because the atmosphere was chaotic or mm-hmm. or hostile or i say hostile i don't know if it's hostile or hostile mm-hmm. <laughs> either way mm-hmm. or you know or it was peaceful it was like right. refueling it was it was calming it was a it was a good environment for me to be in not that one was bad and one was good but just like i intentionally chose one because i intentionally liked one more because of just how i am living mm-hmm. so build your culture i guess <laughs> it's important because if you don't then someone will take it over someone That's meaning true. like not even a real person an actual just atmosphere or sometimes it is a or, person a strong personality or, yeah or this, whatever what is it the strongest atmosphere the strongest person in, like the strongest personality in the room usually is the one that takes over so if you don't have it already built you're kind <clears> of a lot you're kind of giving it over to whoever is the loudest or the strongest personality or the most you know abrasive how does that work with culture being then a shared set of beliefs because i i think that like in like i think that's a good like saying like i think that would be the goal kind of no it's not a saying it's the definition no i know but like i would say that's the a saying a definition is a saying i would i would say that because i'm like okay cool like that you can make a definition but i'm like okay cool that would be like the goal is to be like a shared set of beliefs but like realistically we follow so realistically we're going to follow who the leader is you know who right so it's up to the leader to sh- to teach values their leader. their beliefs to people yeah. and have people internalize them and mm-hmm. And that there, so and then that it, beca- kind of it becomes, the uh, it becomes the, co- yeah, it <clears throat> becomes, I guess, a shared set of beliefs. Mm-hmm. But unless you have one person who's. So are you saying that atmosphere and culture are the same thing? Al- almost, I would say. Because you, you're like whoever the boss is, they're intentionally putting something there. They're intentionally mm-hmm. creating something for people to follow. Like my boss at Pizzaco, she and her and her husband are intentionally building an atmosphere of, of um, I would say, kindness, and fat like a fast service. If you want to say that's a quality, like if you want to say that's a an atmosphere to put in, or like mm-hmm. in like a calming, <clears throat> peaceful experience for people. Mm-hmm. Their experience isn't like it's going to be the you know in and out it's going to be the fastest food it's going to be like the a cheaper option it's going to no they're putting they're intentionally putting a higher end italian pizza place it's more it's on the more expensive side i would mm-hmm. say 
but they're intentionally putting that there and then people can choose whether they want to come and follow that, mm-hmm. you know? So there, it does become a culture all of a sudden when people are intentionally coming and following into buying into your business or your because because in that in that sense there's the culture of like that you would see because you're an employee Mm -hmm. but that the customer necessarily wouldn't see yeah so So maybe it's it's the culture that might drive the atmosphere but it's the i don't know that they're necessarily the same thing well they're not that's why people always say in businesses like that's why there's like undercover boss because they're the bosses at the top and mm-hmm. they never see what's going on in the in the like the actual workplace yeah. so they have to like actually remove themselves from the situation and come in under as an employer under as a customer and like look around and be like okay i'm no longer the boss i'm the customer mm-hmm. who's coming in i couldn't find out you know i came in and after i couldn't find a parking spot after this and this and this what am i walking into mm-hmm. what am i like and kind of taking your hat off as manager your hat off as the creator and coming in as just someone who's experiencing but still that's still as an employee though not necessarily as a customer because well, i guess that's why they would i'm going to experience something totally different than what you do because you work there and you're there yeah. day in and day out for sure. So maybe that's, I mean, I'm sure that's why people have surveys and that's why they have reviews. So it's like yeah. I can read and know and hear what other people are experiencing as they're coming into my whatever right. it is, right, even right. my house, you know, like mm-hmm. you might never know that. it's. I'm going to leave you a Yelp review, a bad one as soon as you get your <laughs> new place. Just kidding. I don't like this. <laughs> it's very unwelcoming. <laughs> there was an unwelcome mat on the front door. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but with culture, I mean, it's more than just a workplace. Yeah. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And and it seems like there's a lot of talk lately about like how to how we can change our culture, how we can like there's there's breaks, there's problems, there's issues, there's part of it is just that there's so many different people and different types of people that carry different types of beliefs and so it feels like it's all clashy. Yeah, totally. And I guess that's I, I think that's how like health, like naturally people pull away from each other or gravitate towards each other. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, like that's a, just a natural thing and it might look like chaos, but that's like, like in the grand scheme of things, like that's kind of how. Well, it looks like chaos when you get so many different beliefs in one melting pot, small area. Yeah. It does look like crazy when not everyone's doing the same thing and following the same way and doing it exactly the same, you know? And some people look for that. Some people look for like, I do not want to follow and be like the one that's going with the thousands of people. And some people are like, no, I love that. That's what I'm intentionally choosing because that feels that is what I'm wanting for my life. I want to be able to follow. I want to be able to, you know, kind of do that. It's kind of, it reminds me of like the early adopters thing where it's like, there's the people that are the early adopters, the, the ones that are the, I don't know what terms, but like the ones that wait to see if it works and then they'll buy in. And then mm-hmm. there's the late adopters, the ones that are like, I'm going to wait a few years and see and save my money, like and not spend my money on this and not take the risk. And then I'll follow in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of seems like that. But if we're changing culture or if we're wanting to shift culture or if we're wanting to bring our own culture <clears> in. <throat> that I guess would start with like our own daily. House and life and starting with there because 
Yeah, because you're because you got to cultivate cultivate what you believe, and that that's within yourself. But when you think about it as like the stuff that you see is a result of the stuff that's going on on the inside. There's a lot of people that want to go like, oh, I don't like this. We shouldn't be able to do that. That's the external, the stuff that you see. But if, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that if you want to go about changing culture, then we have to go after beliefs because that is the core of what, yeah, beliefs are on the inside because beliefs, the thing about beliefs that we keep talking about is that, um, when we have a belief, then we live as if it's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so. If we if we want to change the way that people are living, then we have to change the way that people are believing. Mm-hmm. So how do we go about that? I mean, for sure, it starts with being a good person, being being the person that, you, you know, there's that saying, like, be the change you want to see in the world. Like, it's a saying for a reason. <laughs> you know what be I mean? Be the change. Um, whatever, whatever it is that you want to bring bring it to every every place you go you know Mm -hmm. i think it's i think we need to be more intentional about what we're bringing in and be careful about what we decide to adopt what we decide to take on you know you go into you get a new job maybe you get it good into a work environment and sometimes it's not always the healthiest work environment and so you get to choose if you're Mm -hmm. gonna adapt to the culture that's already there or are you going to bring something to yeah. to try to shift it i remember i remember that reminds me because <laughs> i remember when i was working in reading when i was at bssm mm-hmm. i was working at starbucks and i remember i remember feeling like oh my gosh this job like i've i've been so privileged to work at like pizza co and then at fresh life where like the employees were just oh amazing and like i got along with everybody and it was not a super like anxiety, high anxiety r- job. Right. And then I got to work, I got to work at Starbucks and it, it was a mixture of a lot of people who either were also in BSSM with me who hated BSSM and told me they hated Bethel. And like, they I'm, were in, they were in the, the school it was a, and they no, hated no, 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 it. No, 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 it's a, it was a mixture of people oh. who were also in BSSM with me who like, okay, we could talk about that. Who and then another group of people who hated Bethel and like told me that they hated Bethel and it right. was a cult and would like ask me daily like why are you in this cult why do you think you're doing this you think you can raise someone from the dead blah, 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 blah. yes <laughs> I do <laughs> no uh, and so it it and then a mixture of like just rude people that are just rude to other people you know like it yeah. was it was a, one of the first times that I was like I knew this was a thing but then I was like wow I'm really seeing it so I remember when I would get up I remember I remember being like. I'm intentionally, before I walk into this building, I am, I just, in my head, I was like, I am bringing peace. Like, I am peace. I'm coming in here and I'm, mm-hmm. when I walk through those doors, I am intentionally changing the atmosphere to what I believe is the best for it. And then, so like, I would walk in with that and I, not, not every day was rainbows and unicorns after that, but like, I could feel a shift happening. And it was super cool because at the end, when I was quitting, I just wrote my boss a really like a note because I, I was quitting. I was transferring to Fortuna mm-hmm. and she was an amazing boss. Like I loved her and she was like, she didn't go to Bethel, but she had gone to Bethel before and she went to another church there and we had been able to talk about certain things. And she mm-hmm. was like, I love that you're a BSSM. I, she, she told me later that she purposefully hired BSSM students oh, wow. because she said that they changed the atmosphere. Oh, and I said, dang. oh girl, hold on. And so when I, I wrote her a note at the end of my thing and I, 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 I was like, 
I really believe like that this Starbucks, this one <clears throat> people come in and when they walk through the doors, they feel peace and they feel like a, a shift in the atmosphere that is changing. Whether like, and I wrote her that note and she came out and like she read it and then I came to work the next day because it was my last day and she came out and she was like, can I talk to you really quick? And she walked me in the back and she was like, can I hug you? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, she was crying and she was like, God told me that I was assigned to this Starbucks to bring peace. Oh, wow. God told me that I was assigned here to change the atmosphere of this location. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, that is so cool because I felt it from the moment I walked in that something was something was different about this location. Mm-hmm. It was super cool. It's And it would just remind me like the intentionality because if I would have walked in and been like, no, like it's not for me to do this. It's not for me to change. It's not whatever, yada, yada, yada. What a missed opportunity. Yeah. You know? So true. What a missed, like, that would have been so sad for me to miss it. And maybe nothing, maybe no one felt anything besides me and her, but I feel like that's enough. Like, I was like, no, I, like, at 4 a.m. when you're unloading that stupid milk to put in the fridge for the next day like it it helps when you can be like no i'm i'm here and i'm shifting the atmosphere for the thousands of people that come here every day Mm -hmm. that get my drink as soon as they touch my drink that i made with my hands they will feel and they will something in them will be different it has to be that's good and maybe i i don't know i feel like that's how it's that's how it's got to be changed for me, like that's how I see it changing. Because you know what? This is another th- an instance, I think, of like a resilience and mental toughness. Because how easy would it have been to just adapt to that atmosphere and let that be the type of place where you were just like, well, normally I act like this, but yeah. it's easier to just be a jerk. It's easier to just lose my temper a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's easier to just call someone a name. It's easier to just... It would be so much easier to just go with the flow and whatever. This job is stressful, so I'm just gonna. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to change the world right now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But, or does this even? With, this won't change the world. Yeah, exactly. But it takes. I think that it takes people that have like commitment to who they are and commitment to what the Lord's doing in their lives to be able to to take what He's doing inside of you into every place you go into mm-hmm. into the gym into the gas station into your workplace into your house into your friends houses like into the school like where every place you go and it's not easy it takes it it takes an intentional uh commitment like every day like i'm gonna do what yeah. the lord is i'm gonna uh you know i give people verbiage by saying like listen <laughs> you you act like that because that's who you are not because that's who someone else is. Like you, someone else doesn't have the power to make you act a fool. Yeah. Like you be you, you be kind because that's who you are. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Don't worry about what other people are saying. Don't worry yeah. about how other people treat you. You act the way that you act because that's who you are. Mm-hmm. But that takes like, sometimes I have to remember like someone's mean to me and I'm like, nope, I'm going to be nice back because yeah. I am nice, not because. I'm not giving them the power to change who I am and how I act. Yeah. It's a lot of that. So I guess that would be a lot of mental toughness. Yeah. And resiliency. Like that totally would be. Totally, man. Because like I remember a few times when like even at Starbucks where it's like 
Sometimes the atmosphere at Starbucks is a little snippy with people, you know. Mm-hmm. It can get that way, especially after you've had five people yell at you for making their drink wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like you're. It sounds like you're ready to be a dispatcher. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like I can remember like a few times getting snippy back with someone, and then immediately going like, "Wait, that is that is not me. Why did I do that? Like mm-hmm. that is not who I am. Yes, I want to do." I want to do that back, back to them because they're being rude. But like, no, like that is not like change it, flip it. Mm-hmm. I know like even at Pizza Co, like there's times when people have called back and I've been like intentionally went into it knowing they were wrong, but like being like, no, we're, we're going to take the high road on this. We're going to give you the pizza that we made correctly, but we're going to give you a refund. You know, we're going to give you whatever. And it's like when you almost like beat them to it with like, no, we're going to help you. Mm-hmm. They're almost like, oh, oh, I was expecting you to be rude back to me. I was expecting we were going to play this game. Mm-hmm. And if you beat them to that, it's almost like, no, I've changed it. Yeah. It's like disarming. I've taken hold. I've changed it. This <clears> is the <throat> direction we're going. It's going to be a good direction. Mm-hmm. And this is I'm intentionally putting this here now. Yeah. It's deescalating the, the situation. Yeah, yeah, it's dis- it's disarming, it's de-escalating the situation. It's just, it's de-escalating. Mm-hmm. So, which is not what people, it's a skill that, it's a skill that a lot of people don't have, but it's a skill that works pretty well. It's nice Nine to have Nine times out of ten, it usually gets them from a ten to about a seven. <laughs> then you can get them down with something free. Mm-hmm. Give them, throw in that free prize and they'll, they'll go down quick to about a three. Mm-hmm. Then you hit them with a God bless and they'll be down to a one <laughs> and bless, that's your, glory. bless your heart if you say that they're gonna shoot back up to a 10 because we're not in the south so <laughs> oh that's funny i wish that people i wish that people knew more the power that they had inside themselves to change to change the atmospheres and cultures yeah i love that teaching to influence them bethel is really good at teaching that like because when you walk into those, like I say it all the time, I'm like, don't, don't even, you literally do not even have to go into the building. You literally drive up to the bottom of the hill and you can sit and park and look at those flags and you just see it up there and you just, it's like this, you feel this like, we, I don't even know how to explain it. It's not like a lightning bolt, but it's like a, just this feeling of like, ah, uh, like an atmosphere change like yeah. it just it literally is like you're walking through this like portal that's like mm-hmm. you can feel the change and once you start recognizing that more you'll go to coffee shops you'll go to like restaurants and you can feel it too it's yeah. really cool it's like oh i'm walking in here and i can feel like this this change and like this almost like that's not like this heavy like thing but it's almost like this like I can just float around in here and like experience this. Mm-hmm. This sounds like I'm on a trip right now and I'm <laughs> not on a trip. <laughs> I might be, but like it feels, you can feel it. Yeah. And some people, it's a tangible atmosphere. It's, weird. I agree. it's so hard to explain. Cause it sounds like you're crazy. That's how I felt when I walked into church after like you guys are, I think the kids, the girls were in the middle of practice. I had just come out of my office and I opened the door and it was just like, Mm-hmm. It was just like this tangible, just like presence that was there. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't know what, I don't know what's going to happen today. Yeah. 
It was so cool. I love that feeling. I love when I go to work and I do that. Like, and I'm like intentional. Mm-hmm. And some days it's the, some days like I can tell you like I've done that on purpose. Like I've purposely brought that with me, but it's the worst day at work. Hmm. Nothing can go right. Everything goes wrong. Like people are the meanest. It like I'm screwing up. I'm messing up orders. Like I'm writing the wrong thing when I know how to do my job. Like mm-hmm. I know how to do it. Why am I screwing up? Hmm. Weird. But then other times like I will intentionally do it and it's like this flowy like day, but I'm like, I'll still look back at that bad one. I'm like, no, but look at all the, look at all the situations that if I wouldn't have intentionally come in with that and I would have made all those same decisions, we would have been in some hot water with someone. Like we would have been arguing. <laughs> I was going to say like how, how much worse would it have been? Exactly. It would have been horrible, <laughs> like not fun at all because I would have gotten in an argument with someone and like yeah. I would have fought with a customer. Like, no. So it, it is cool to like see coming in intentional is super, super important. Mm-hmm. Well, and knowing, being aware of what you're trying to bring too. For sure. What are you trying to bring? Yeah. Are you trying to bring peace? Are you trying to bring joy? Are you trying to be just bring like happiness and just mm-hmm. like a steady, a steady calm demeanor to a normally chaotic, crazy, anything can happen. Yeah. That's how it is in, in dispatch centers. It's like, it can be quiet, quiet, quiet. And then boom, like you just never yeah, everybody know. Everybody get ready. Yeah. So I don't know. And then sometimes it's just like day upon day upon day of just like nothing but exactly, just yeah. busyness. And you're just like, I am so drained right now. <laughs> I am so tired. I do not have it in me to be nice to one more person. If exactly. one more person lo- yells at me, <laughs> I'm going to snap. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there. <laughs> That's the last thing you need from your <laughs> from your dispatcher. Who's supposed to be like calm and like helping you through it. They're, they're yeah. Snap and and then like, plus they're dealing with their own stuff. But yeah. But I mean, I think it's kind of funny. Sometimes people come into our environment and they're a little bit overwhelmed because it is very intense mm-hmm. and there is a lot of like, um, I don't know, venting that goes on. But it's like, man, sometimes we're just like, if we don't vent, we will literally explode. Yeah. So, I mean, we got to make sure that we're not getting too crazy over the top with it. You can usually but gauge like, that, though. we have to. Yeah, get so, something out. Yeah, otherwise, it's. I mean, yeah. we're not robots, you know what I mean? We're people, and yeah. it doesn't feel good when people yell at us or, oh. you know, no matter what's We do that at work, on. too, at Pizza Co., too, all the time. It's not like, whereas, like, and then you can feel it getting a little bit, okay, we're getting a little much here now. But, yeah. like, but like, we all, you know, someone's rude to us, we're everyone, like, we're all, like, even though we might agree and like we might not all like each other all the time, but it's like we're still a team and we're still going to be like mad at that. How person. dare you? Mad at that person together. Like, <laughs> how could they do that to you? Like, how rude. Even though I just did it last week. No, uh, I'm like, seriously, like, even though it's like, I don't even really like that person. But you're like, oh, c- clutch the pearls. Yeah. My stars. Or that thing where it's like you can talk about it, like trash about your family. You can talk trash about like a friend or something. But <gasps> you like talk a, trash about Savannah. But like if someone else said it, you'd be like, oh, excuse me. Excuse because, me. Like you could say the exact same thing that you just said. And you're like, where do you have that kind of audacity? The unadulterated gall. <laughs> but where are you getting on that high horse? Anyway. <laughs> That's funny bringing a culture bringing an atmosphere bringing the intentionality of all of that together is a lot yeah so i don't know how do you like how do you do it like how how do you say that you do this i suck at it sometimes me too (laughs) 
quite honestly for a long periods of time i'll suck at it and then all of a sudden i'll get the bright idea where it's like oh yeah i remember how nice that felt like oh i should probably do that again <laughs> it's like shoot why weren't you doing that a month ago i try to bring what i'm asking from other people because i lead a, i lead a couple of different cultures and so i think i'm coming from a different place but i try to model the behavior that i want to see in other people and let them know like why we're asking for that and mm-hmm. um sometimes i let people make mistakes and let them deal with the consequences of of those decisions and um i'm not always the best at talking to people afterwards and being like hey how's that working out for you mm-hmm. like can we just maybe maybe now you know why we don't really do that and yeah. but i also um could, because it does come down to beliefs i try to communicate our beliefs often you know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, like try to keep people um, focused on what we're trying to do because it's easy to focus on what's going wrong. It's easy to get worked up and get mad. Yeah. But when you bring it back to like, why are we here? You know, in in the Highway Patrol, it's, hey, we're here to provide the highest level of yeah. safety and service to the people of California. So. If we're, if what we're doing isn't doing that, then we need to make some adjustments. Yeah, like reevaluate. You know, and we don't need to be you know rude to people. That's <laughs> I understand that you're upset because this happened or that happened. I understand that an officer just yelled at you. I understand that maybe your ba- your babysitter just quit or whatever it is. Yeah, I get you have stuff going on in your life. I get that you're not a human, but we're here to provide a high level of service to our officers and to our mm-hmm. our public and like with the church. You know, the church, our people get mad about stuff. They got, they're going through stuff. They get irritated that they, that, you know, certain mandates come down from the government that they don't agree with oh, or geez. whatever it is. But it's like when we bring it, when we, when we bring it back to why we're here, like yeah. we're here to make disciples. We're here to encounter the Lord. We're in, we're here to care about people that don't know him yet and to bring more people into the family. We're here to love our community. We're here for for that type of stuff. And so it's like in the in the light of your bigger mandate, the smaller day-to-day stuff is easier and still not easy. Mm-hmm. Is easier to um to dial it back and be like, "Oh yeah, we are here." I mean, unless somebody is like Totally out of touch, totally selfish, totally, you know, um, about themselves uh-huh. and not really about the what what we're the, about the corporately. Core, yeah. Then most people are going to understand understand and take steps to to kind of like deal with them their own emotional stuff stuff that they're going through. But um, so that's kind of what I do, and then I try to remind myself often of what we're doing why we're here and yeah. evaluate like um, am I doing the right things am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing are we going after the right thing is is it working like are we and some sometimes it isn't mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean sometimes we have to make adjustments but I think that that's and then I also probably the the other thing besides communicating beliefs is like I really I really want to teach people and like say it enough that they believe it that what they do matters yeah. And so I I try to communicate that often too that the things that you do on your in on a day-to-day basis they 
matter more than you more than you realize yeah for sure and so i don't know those are kind of the things that i do yeah to be intentional about the culture that we're building and stuff i like hearing how different people you know like intentionally do it because everyone's is a little different you know yeah for sure and i I, it's kind of interesting like i work with a girl who and she i don't even know if she realized that she said this but she was like it's my goal every single night that I work that I make a table laugh, Aww. you know, like one table. She's like, that's all I want. Just one table. And then I was like, okay. And you, and then I look at her and I'm like, you totally do that. Like you are really good at that. Like you're really good at She's like. She's probably funny. Or just even just like just being like fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like is she she's witty? not out there cracking jokes. Maybe oh, she's not. She's not witty. I don't think so. But it's more just like just having like a good time with people, you know, like mm-hmm. she's not out there like how many people does it take to screw in a light bulb you know but like <laughs> she's chosen that was the worst dad joke i've ever heard joy i haven't even heard the punchline yet <laughs> there's no punchline because i can't think of one. Oh, good grief but it, it, that's her way of doing it that's yeah. how she's decided it to do that whereas like other people are like you know you're you're reminding people who they are and what what they believe and like you're reminding and like you're you're a sphere at chp you're reminding people why they're there why they're doing it because we're here to protect people we're here to give like a high mm-hmm. level of service yeah and everybody's and there everybody's there in those environments intentionally on purpose like they've chosen you to be come there. yeah you come to my church yeah you come to work for my organization you could yeah yeah you can leave if you want to that's totally fine we'll find someone else and that's where i mean that's where i'm talking about like the buy-in almost yeah like Buy-in is so important. You're buying into something. So that's why you want to also be intentional about where you're buying in at. Mm-hmm. Like I bought so into t- Starbucks. I bought into um, Pizzico. I bought and I'm buying into whatever else I'm doing next mm-hmm. because I'm buying into something that I believe is for a better cause, like for a better good. But So that's why I think it's so important for people that are in these positions of leadership, in these positions of bosses owners whatever be intentional let people buy in and it's okay if they don't like if certain people don't buy into it yeah it's not for everybody you know panda express is not for everyone panda express no you're gonna get sick but panda (laughs) express you're gonna get sick i'm just letting you know no not that one sweat panda i mean (laughs) i love his little mission statement he's like helping people get healthy and having fun doing it i'm like hey man that's like that's why when i read it i was like this is for me this is my place this is my jam Uh uh-huh for sure oh my gosh how silly is the question of the day but how fun is it stupid but like (laughs) it's funny to see people like today what was today is like if you were unconscious, if you okay. So our make, workout place that we not go. unconscious. If if you couldn't make oh, any decisions, it, yeah. would you want it to be a random a randomized system that made your decisions, or another person that you a did not person. get to pick? Yeah. And some of the people were like, "Well, I'm liked by everybody, so of course I would pick a random person." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh boy, you better watch yourself there because that's gonna get dangerous." And the little coach was like, okay. That was funny. Yeah. But then you picked a random. I totally would. But both of them depend on what it's programmed towards. So if it's programmed towards my destruction, then I guess that wouldn't work. But, but if, it's programmed, if it's programmed towards benefits to me, then I would actually probably like that in my real life. I would choose the risk of, yeah, having someone. <laughs> I would choose the risk of having someone that might have ill intentions or someone that might. I would take the risk. 
of having a random person. I think I think it's the same risk though, whether it's it, yeah, yeah, because you don't know what the machine is programmed towards. But I feel like the person could grow with me. Like they would grow. <laughs> I made up a scenario in my head. You're Anyways. so funny. The qu- here we are talking about the question of the day five hours later. I know. We're like, wow, we should ponder that. <laughs> oh my gosh, the question of the day yesterday was like, what what words or phrases do, do oh, make you cringe? Yeah. Oh, what was your answer? Have a good one. I hate when people say have a good one. Oh, wow. It is so unprofessional. It is. If I own a business, that would be one of my statements that I would say like in my training. I would say, you can say this still, but, but don't please you dare. be intentional that it is not professional to say have a good one. Why? Have a good what? It just sounds like have a good one. Like have a good one. Have a good one. Oh, have a good one. Like you don't even care. Have a great rest of your morning. Have a great rest of your What if night. you can't remember what time of day it is? You like should me. be able to... S- I screwed up all the time at Pizza Co. Because usually I'm working nights. So when I work a morning, I'm like, have a good rest of your night. And the person's like, I mean, we'll get there eventually. And I'm like, yeah, we'll get there at some point. <laughs> then, it, then you can turn so it. So instead you can of have a good day, you, you... I like have a good day. That's fine. Have but, a great rest of your day. Like, But you hate have a good one. Have a good one. It just As, sounds so like... From a so business like, standpoint or from a... Just like we're about to leave and i'm like okay have a good one bye uh, yeah i just don't like it okay. it just sounds like you just don't care how funny bugs me what was yours um people that have pet peeves wait that was wait what i don't like people that have pet peeves i don't like it when people like a statement of like my pet peeve is or that's my yeah. pet peeve like if everyone's if people are like sharing what their pet peeve is that's a pet that's your i'm like i don't like it when people have pet peeves okay yeah <laughs> and then and then some other people started talking about some stuff that i agreed with like a really nutty word that's in rap songs Whoa. and like different stuff i don't know i don't really there's not a whole lot of stuff that bugs the crap out of me but maybe i just couldn't think of one yeah anyway i think the question of the day is hilarious and, uh, yeah it's funny but this is not a crossfit podcast no. so Mm-mm. we're not talking Mm-mm. about that nope Maybe once we get to the but buying episode. into the culture though, I do love it. I do love the yeah. organization. I do love that everybody is on board with keeping it super neat and orderly and showing up on time and checking in and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's reinforced frequently so that everybody understands, you know, what the expectation is. And that's his. That's because he's intentionally creating that. He doesn't yes, want to give someone it. the opportunity to say. Because when he corrects it and says, oh, you know, you need to clean up. You need to wipe down your mm-hmm. everything you've touched. You need to wipe down. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't give opportunity for people to go. Well, I didn't know. No, you've had 100 emails. Yeah. You've we, you see every like any person with common sense like right. would see everyone wiping down their machines when they're done. Yeah. Like so. I just I just really like it. I yeah. like the whole it's so organized. It's it's like a well-oiled machine. I think it's a really awesome. Place. I think it's just because the leadership is so there. Like he's just you yeah. know what he's expecting. Mm hmm. You can play a little bit with the, you know, form and all that kind of stuff. And like you can, there's room for air and there's room for play and like figuring out, but you know what he's expect, you know what mm-hmm. they the coaches are expecting. And, and I love that they start every morning with, does anybody have any injuries? Like, yeah. I don't think I've worked, I've done one workout where they didn't ask, does anybody have any injuries? Mm-hmm. Which I, lo- I really like that. I don't know. It makes it, it makes you free to be like, I'm coming injured. 
<laughs> I'm gonna waddle in here. Yeah, just come on. You know, let me. How can I? How can? How can they scale it? Like, yeah. Like what can that. we suggest for you to do different? Yeah, they're just really. I don't know. That's just one of the one of the things I wanted to give like a little it. highlight. To. Yeah, for sure. I love it. Anyway, Anyways, this is not a cross, crossroad podcast. Nope, <laughs> but it could be. We should have a podcast question of the day. <gasps> Ooh. All right, podcasters. Do you listen on Apple or Spotify? Let us know on our Instagram. Yes, let us know. Give us a DM. A DM. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of 95 Bellevue. 95 Bellevue. Have a good one. Ooh.